Okay, Greg, are you ready for the for the one year <laughs> anniversary? Stop doing that. Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome to the 25th episode oh! of Dave and Greg Need an RV. I apologize for all the body function sounds at the beginning there you gotta get clear baby this is our one year anniversary extravaganza oh my god can you believe that we've been a year so i was trying to figure this out this is 25 in one year 25 in one year so our first episode greg was on february 17th of 2022 today is february 15th of 2023 so we're averaging about two month once every two weeks more or less well if if we were if we were two if we were once every two weeks we'd be at 26 right now we're at 25 that's pretty good yeah and we had some long hiatus there I'm, I'm, I'm like were we cranking them out like once a week there for a while no it's running you down is like herding cats sometimes <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I was surprised I'm that this is... I'm a busy man. I, I was surprised that this is number 25. I was shocked that it was only one year. But I'm, I'm, I would have guessed two years. <laughs> it seems like five it years. It feels like a lifetime, Dave. But think about it. Think about it. At least one hour every episode. A little bit more. Yeah. Um, times 25. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's enough for me. It's like a full day <laughs> of just us sitting on our candied asses talking to each other. Oh God. <laughs> but look what I got. Greg. Oh my God. We're going to pop the champagne. Oh, that's the expensive stuff. Explain this to the listeners. What I have in my hand right now. You have the Kirkland Prosecco, which is just the finest <laughs> of champagne. Only the best for you. Or actually I got what I could afford in what suits you I, yeah, I'm, I'm gut instinct and that was three are you ready to pop the cork here we go don't break a light oh yeah sadly we have no glasses happy and uh, do, do you think i didn't think of that oh well i got you like it well i don't have champagne glasses of course you don't i got you the oh, you heisenberg have a, you have a beer mug <laughs> no it's we're a beer drink, glass we're gonna drink we're gonna drink and this is heisenberg from breaking bad you're, you're pouring me a full beer of Prosecco. Relax. <laughs> uh, we can hear your phone going off over there, too. Well, that's our dear friend, Tom. Is he going to join us? Yes. Oh, beautiful. All right. Hey, Greg, cheers to one he's, year. He said he's sort of drunk. <laughs> okay. Hey, join the cheers. crowd. Cheers to one year, Greg. Oh, cheers. Uh, yes. Prosecco it is. Kirkland, baby. Can you hear that? Can you hear it bubbling? No, you can't. Can you hear that? Yeah, I hear you. Mm. Nobody wants to hear your noises. <laughs> that was a t- terrible start to the podcast. Outstanding. One year anniversary and you're... We're being real. You're having guttural sounds. I'm being real. All right. Nobody so, wants your fakeness. So one year, can't believe it. Um... I, I did I did want to say um, I wanted to read something that Farmer Mike wrote 
about the highs and the lows of the last year. You know, oh. Farmer Mike listens to every episode. Yes, you did not he, tell me this was uh, coming. I'm he, excited. Well, you didn't tell me what the news thing you just jotted no, down I was either. No, I certainly did not. So, sorry it's not in the script, Mr. Spontaneous. <laughs> I think we covered that last week. Here are Mike's highs and lows from <laughs> 20, <laughs> last 2022 year. plus January. He said our top episode was the pre-Christmas show with when we went through all of our Christmas movies. He really liked that episode. Who was our guest on that show? I don't remember. Oh. All right. It could have been Marsha. That was, uh, that was, was I don't know. the Marsha time. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know who the guest was, but he liked, he liked our Christmas uh, movie banter. Okay. Um. He said, the best episodes are your unforced conversations about various topics. Unforced? <laughs> I guess he doesn't like it when we write out write out what we're going to say. Speaking just, to you is always forced. Yeah. Well, I have to force myself to, to have the show every other week. <laughs> okay. Here's his, here's his criticism. Oh, no. And let me tell you something about Farmer Mike. He's a little too honest. He... Yeah, he really is. Yeah, he'll hit you. He'll hit you right between the eyes if you say something that he didn't like or that he didn't agree with. Okay. And so is this a list of things about me he so, doesn't like? No. Well, maybe this one is, but like I hear, I hear everything. I hear everything. He he cut on me about Kirk Cousins. Uh, he didn't like my. He didn't like my. Uh, well, there's lots of stuff he didn't like. <laughs> But this one's for me. He doesn't like us saying that cows, but I want to buy a cow. (laughs) All right. Anyone who thinks black licorice is the best Halloween candy has to be drunk, and therefore that wins the worst episode. (laughs) I think our Halloween candy episode was a little rough. Mm. Well, that, uh, I believe uh, I got some black licorice from Marsha. Yeah. So So you and Marsha are gross. Okay. Gross. Yeah. The black licorice did not get high marks from most of our listeners. Too bad. Yeah. Best candy. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's that explains a lot about you. That black licorice is your favorite candy. Yeah. <laughs> True. All okay. Right. Well, let's get into let's get into the regular routine of our episode. Let's go to uh, famous birthdays. Would I've this, got that these, topic. This be the four one of the forced topics that Farmer Mike doesn't like. Well, I maybe this is forced conversation, but it's all we got. So <laughs> I like true. going through birthdays. You know, I do too. You, makes you think about people that you normally wouldn't think about. True. Like and born in fifteen sixty four. Wow. <laughs> On this day, Galileo Galilei, Italian astronomer, physicist, and engineer, who has been called the father of science, born in Florence, Italy. Yeah. Yeah. I like Galileo. Galileo. Yeah. Yeah, He did a lot of cool stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Born on this day in 1812, Charles Louis Tiffany. Any guesses to who he might be? He makes some rings, did he? Yes. American jeweler and founder of Tiffany & Company, born in... Killingly, Connecticut. I did not know. 18, like, I would not have guessed he was born in the U.S. Tiffany and Company has been around for a long time. Sure has. And it's still successful. Very. Yeah. Very overpriced. Greg. Yeah. Born in 1820, Susan B. Anthony. Oh, there's a coin that looks <laughs> like her. American social reformer and women's suffrage movement leader, born in Adams, Massachusetts. She was on, wasn't she on the... Two dollar coin. No, it was it was a coin. silver dollar that silver looked like dollar, a damn right. quarter. 
And it was just, it was horrible. It screwed everybody up. Every, everybody, everybody thought it was a quarter. Everybody thought it was a damn quarter. I made a fortune on that. <laughs> I think it was just slightly bigger than a quarter, but it, it looked damn like a quarter. So uh, the Susan B. Anthony uh, dollar didn't do so well. All right. Okay. You ever heard of a guy by the name of Matt Gronick? Are we in the 1900s yet? Yeah, he's 69 okay. today. Matt Gronick. Matt, Matt Gronick. Yeah. He created The Simpsons. Oh, yes. 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 Uh, uh, Quite talented. Born in 1954, American cartoonist and writer, uh, of course, of most, most importantly, The Simpsons. He was born in Portland, Oregon. Is he still writing The Simpsons? It's been on for like 39 years. I think years. The Simpsons is still on. Yeah, it's like, been on forever. Yeah, it, it's it's great. Yeah. I, I, don't I don't know why I stopped watching it. I don't it. either. I, do you think anybody's watching it? I, they have to be or it wouldn't be on. All right. I'll, I'll buy into that. South Park's been on for like 45 years, too. Born in 1964, Chris Farley. Ooh. Yes. He's our age. And he passed away in well, 1997. Uh, American actor and comedian, uh, most importantly of Saturday Night Live, and one of my favorite movies of all time, Tommy Boy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was a good movie. Chris was born in Madison, Wisconsin. I knew that. He's yeah. a cheesehead. And he uh, he started out on Second City, and then he went to Saturday Night Live. Hilarious guy. Fantastic. Just, uh, for his size, the, the physical comedy that he could do was just hilarious. Yeah, the van down by the river <laughs> bit was pretty damn good. Matt Foley, you're going to end up in a van down <laughs> by the river. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. Okay, Greg, have you heard of this guy? It's he's forty-seven today. Brandon Boyd, mm, no lead singer of American rock band Incubus. Oh, I love Incubus. Do you? Yo, yes, I absolutely. Don't think, I don't think I've ever heard any other songs. Yes, you have. You okay. just don't. You're just terrible with music. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. I, I can't think of one that you oh, would know. You can't think of any other songs no, that I, you love no, no, no. so desperately. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that later. Okay. Oh, and for the young folks, I know nothing about this person. Uh, she is 28 today. Megan the Stallion. Have you mm, heard of it? No. Heard of her? No. Uh, no. She's an uh, American rapper, singer, songwriter, sings Savage. I don't know. Drawing a blank there, she, Dave. And then she sings a very a song that I can't even I can't even repeat. Oh, PGD would, would, would cancel us. <laughs> we can't have that. We want her to keep listening we, to us. We need somebody down there in North Carolina. Okay, Greg, I I uh, I blew my wad there on the birthdays. Well, now um, I overextended myself. What happened today? You're upsetting D again there with that. That's just disgusting. Well, don't be dirty. Right. That does that doesn't have to be dirty. Uh, it does. All right, on this day today, and you thought you went back in time with Sir Galileo Galileo. <laughs> in 399... I know what you're going to say. In 399 BC, philosopher Socrates is sentenced to death by the city of Athens for corrupting the minds of the youth of the city and for impiety. Yes, I saw that. Now, what is impiety? What does that mean? I don't know, but it's an awful <laughs> lot like a meeting of the Hudson School Board these days, Dave. And <laughs> <laughs> holy moly! And you're so dumb. It's it's Socrates, not Socrates. 
had to, I, I had to I telegraph forgot. that for you. You, you didn't get the joke. It's so crates. I uh, I stand corrected. <laughs> so crates. It's really Socrates. <laughs> Dave, in 1936, Adolf Hitler announces the construction of the Volkswagen Beetle, the people's car. Are you kidding me? That's what it said on the intranet. Well, he didn't invent it, right? It was just he his country. He announces it. Wow. Yeah. And then for like 50 years, Volkswagen was just a Nazi organization. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a lot of Beetle owners, like uh, enthusiasts of that car, probably don't know that he... He well, announced you think, that. You think, well, yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm thinking about all the, the hippies of the 60s. They probably didn't like Hitler. Probably not, no. no. Not a lot of people liked Hitler. That would be like having Trump announce the next iPhone. <laughs> How would that go over? <laughs> that's right. It's a pretty good analogy, yeah, wasn't it? It was very good. I'm trying to come up with another one. Yeah, look at this great little car that gets 80 miles to the gallon. All right. In 1965, John Lennon, do you know who John Lennon is? He was a member of the Beatles. Yes, I know who that is. He passed his driving test. What? It's very exciting stuff. Well, what, what, what day? What year? Today? Today in 1965. Okay. He passed his driving test. Well, <laughs> great. I know. Good for him. Dave, in 1978, escaped mass murderer Ted Bundy was recaptured in Pensacola, Florida. That have you ever watched anything about that guy? He was he was freaking nuts. He wasn't a very nice guy. He was nuts. But you know what? He was charming. He was charming yeah. without knowing what kind of guy he was. You found so, him charming. No, no, no. Okay. That's that's how he got with all these women and then and then eventually killed them and raped them. In 1992, Jeffrey Dahmer was found sane and guilty of killing 15 boys. We've, this day in history is terrible. You've gone through Hitler, Hitler, Dahmer, and Bundy. I know. Where's your uh, Charles Manson uh, story for today? No, that's next week. <laughs> Dave, in 1996, NFL coaching maestro Bill Belichick oh. is fired by Cleveland, finishing his Browns coaching career. Proving once again that the Cleveland Browns can't do anything right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Cleveland thought Bill Belichick sucks, so they got rid of him. <laughs> Good move, Cleveland. Well done, Cleveland. <laughs> That's funny. Anything else? <laughs> no. You're just, doing a show here, Greg. Know, you can't we, be looking at you your phone. You and I just got a text from Ray Ray. Okay. <laughs> you got a new you, you're doing a show. We got I listeners. Know, Let's it's go. funny. That's it. That's all I got for today. Okay. It was a terrible day in history. I guess so. I guess so. Especially for so crates. <laughs> so crates. So crates. Okay, so uh, did you watch the Super Bowl? Of course I watched the Super do Bowl. Do you remember Dave? watching the Super Bowl? Of course I do. <laughs> okay, well, what'd you think? Well, you got to say it was an incredible game. It was a game. good game. It was a and good it, game. You know, Super Bowls have been better. Do you remember when we went like 15, 20 years where they were all terrible? Uh, and they the were last, boring. The last 15 years, no, they've been, they've really been good. very they, good games. And they keep getting better. And this was, think, this was about as good as it gets. It's yeah. disappointing that there was a pretty poor call. I think Kansas City would have still won. That defensive back admitted that he held the guy, though. He, but you saw it. He's like, eh. Well, why would you admit it if you really didn't do it? 
I don't think it mattered. The call was over. Nobody's going to do anything about it after the fact. He would have made the kick anyway. I think so. Yeah. I think they would have won, but it was just kind of disappointing that that's the way. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't about. put it on the call. Ruin the game, but um, yeah, it, it, it was a downer. It was, un, it was and, unfortunate that it was that was a ticky tack call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't any, and I, I don't. I'm not even sure. He, I don't think he would have caught the ball. Like I, it, I felt like the ball was overthrown, and yeah. so it, that was disappointing. I gotta say, but uh, the game was really good. Good game. I lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I lost a little bit too, and I Mike's gonna be pissed at me. I but. don't bet anymore, but I lost. I, I'm like, oh, you got to bet on the Super Bowl, and boy. You know, All my friends were wrong. I Venmoed, I Venmoed my kids some money for um, for Valentine's Day, and I saw that you were paying your buddy <laughs> for bad advice. <laughs> and and luckily the the amount wasn't on there, but you must have lost a, a a good a good amount. Well, it was that, and of course the night before we uh, went to you know I had. I, I treated my friends to the Bulls Cavs game. Yeah. I lost a lot of money that night too. So <laughs> I don't I don't bet anymore. One weekend I lost like a month's pay. So you got a lot of bad advice. A lot of bad advice. Well, maybe you should just make your own bets then. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should have bet on the Cavs. I should have. And Patrick Mahomes. Do you know I I oh I could go down this. It's path. gonna be hard had, for me to ever bet against Patrick Mahomes yeah, again. I had I had the Bulls covering six and a half, okay, yeah. or plus six and a half, and them winning straight up. And they were which leading. Which were great odds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like four to one, or mm-hmm. I forget exactly what it was, like four to one. And they were winning by 10 points at the end of the third quarter. Yeah. And I was getting six and a half points. That would have been really lucrative if the game yeah. ended then. Well, I was counting my cash at the end of the third quarter. Yeah. I was, then what happened? Uh, they, they lost by eight. <laughs> they lost by 18 in the fourth quarter. And, and was Vegas crushing. was just laughing at your oh, ass. They, they knew exactly what they were doing. They saw Greg They D always did, do. They saw Greg Deed at the game, and they said, mm, They, all, they always take, know what they're doing. Time to take him down. That's why betting is so hard. Yeah. Yeah, so, I've been learning that here lately, did, too. I, but I did like the Super Bowl. I thought it was, uh, despite my loss. What did you think of the halftime show? I thought it was really good. Yeah. Although I have to say, I missed a lot of it because we were out to, me and my buddies were out to dinner. Yeah. And Liz came and picked us up at halftime to take us to the to Okay, the party. So, so you didn't you didn't see the whole show? We didn't see the whole show. Okay. And what we did see, we could barely hear because we were in the restaurant and they didn't turn yeah. the volume up high enough. Whoa. So that was disappointing. That's bull crap. Yeah, but it looked good. What I saw looked really good. The the floating stages were really. Cool. I saw that, that was really. Cool. I was like, that is a serious piece of work. It, I mean, it was. That, it was yeah. kind of. It was visually stimulating. Yeah, well, yeah. you were stimulated. I, just, I mean, the floating stages. That was cool. Oh, okay. And then I'm like, I'm like, what if Rihanna falls off that thing? Mm-hmm. Then I could see she was tethered in. So. I see. Yeah. I didn't see that. And then all those all those guys in the white hoodies yeah. were moving in unison. It was pretty cool. Looking. I think it was good. Yeah. I think it was really, really good. All right. Um, so uh, what have you been up to? Um, I thought we were doing current events, Dave. We okay. Do you have do you have some more? Of course I do, Dave. Okay, well, what do you got? Spy balloons, Dave. <laughs> oh god. They're everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck's going on? They're I, everywhere. I think we've shot down four. 
Okay, but they're not explaining what they are. And they're I not don't think they know. They're not explaining what they're shooting down. I hope those aren't manned. Uh, I hope that isn't some dude, some dude, some frontiersman in Alaska that <laughs> built himself a helium balloon and he's just floating around yeah, up you know, there. You know, one of the Here four. Here comes a fighter jet. Yeah, you know, one of the four is one of those hang gliding dudes, you know, and they just mistaken him for, you know, a Chinese spy balloon and just knocked him out of the sky. I don't know what's going on. It's ridiculous. Also, Dave, I was uh, reading, you know, things of note. Mm-hmm. News of interest. Mm-hmm. Eagles are falling. Bears are going blind. Bird flu is a tragedy. Okay. Explain. Apparently the bird flu is screwing up the Eagles, the Bears. That's not football teams, Dave. No, I'm, I'm talking about animals here. I, I haven't heard this. Yeah, I hadn't either. It just rang up on my phone and I said, Ooh, Oh, that's, a, that's an important topic. What kind of news feed are you getting that I'm getting, from? I'm getting the real stuff, mm. man. There's no fake news on my phone. Oh, no, there no can't sirree. be. Oh, man. I, can, I could just imagine what source that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's the bird flu times. Any other current uh, events or topics of note? No. Okay. All right, so your buddies came they did. to visit. Yes. That's not what I wrote down. No, you wrote something <laughs> else down. No, don't tell them, don't tell them what I wrote. You'd get, you'd get pounded for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, could, I bet two of them could pound me. <laughs> so tell, tell us about your buddies coming in town. All right, so my buddies from Chicago, I have known them for a long, long, long time. Two of them I've known since I was nine years old. I've heard stories about all of them, too. Uh, one of them I met high school probably when I was 15 or 16 but which one was that Mark Blair Blair's the, the oh. shorter guy I've known him since I was nine Mark okay Mark's the tall the tall, tall guy he's the non-ned tall guy yeah yeah two tall guys one short guy yeah. there's no middle ground in that group well all. I have my my friends are like that too <laughs> so, I got big buddy and I got farmer Mike yeah so and they, I'm the middle one so they rolled into town <laughs> seven years ago I didn't realize it had been that long ago um, but the, they're, you know, we're all bulls fans. We're from Chicago, big Chicago, um, fans of all the Chicago teams. And they rolled in seven years ago and I took them to a bulls game and, um, we had a good time. I actually got them a deal on the hotel back then where the bulls were staying. So they got to hang out with the bulls, uh, after the game nice. you know, in the hotel, uh, I don't have that connection. They probably anymore, felt so. cheated this trip, didn't they? <laughs> Just a tad bit. <laughs> didn't get to stay there. But uh, uh, the Bulls were coming back into town, and I reached out to them. I said, hey, you guys want to repeat this thing? So um, we recreated the scene. I got a great picture of us from seven years ago. Yeah. We recreated it. It was uh, good. It was a good picture. It's a good picture, and we had a really good time. And it just so happened it was Super Bowl weekend, so they stayed an extra night. So... Uh, we did the Bulls, stayed downtown Cleveland Saturday night, and then uh, did the Super Bowl Sunday. And Excellent. It was good time. And they met Dave. I got to come over and meet him. Yeah. Yeah. You came uh, over I, and hogged some of my time. No, no, no. I, I can't, <laughs> the, like, you can't call these guys your best buddies without me uh, <laughs> giving them the litmus test, yeah. right? So yeah. I was like, I got to meet these guys. I don't care if we go to the bar. I don't care if we go to the restaurant. I got to meet these guys. Yeah. So there was, these guys have to know 
who I am. These were hooligans <laughs> just growing up. Just, just well, weren't weren't you and yes. I? <laughs> <laughs> and just the stories of just us being yes, complete yes. asses. It's just incredible. Yeah. So, and then you know, Ned was my roommate in grad school. He was going. I've heard to, all he about going Ned. to law school. I was getting my MBA and. Uh, so we lived together for a while, and um, where did you guys live together? Was that in Indiana? Yeah, in okay. Bloomington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, he's uh, they're all they're all doing well. So, what did they think about me? Be they, honest. Oh, they I were, want you to be honest. They were like, "How could you hang out with that guy? Such a liar! <laughs> no, Why it, would you lie?" It hurts me to say this because <laughs> it's a compliment to you. Like it really hurts. Okay. You left, and Ned goes, "That is a good dude." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, you have yes. no idea how painful it is for yes. me to hear that." <laughs> Why would you even tell me that? And I, I told him, I said, no, you don't know him well enough yet. <laughs> the other two thought I was okay? I, they didn't say anything. but Well, they didn't say anything? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. No. But All right. Why no, did he think I was such a good dude? I don't know. He was chatting you up. And yeah. I don't know. You were asking I could relate to him. questions. I don't, I yeah. don't remember. He could tell I was a lot smarter than you. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's that, it. That's not what he said. <laughs> Uh oh! I heard I heard you were out recently, and we had a fan spotting yeah. of you. Yeah, <laughs> so, somebody that listens to the show. So tell the story. So um, uh, so we're out to dinner at a brewery in Kent, Ohio, um, called uh, oh, what's it called? Steeple. Uh, steeple place i can't remember is it Any, is it important to the story yes no no it's not it's an no. old church that's been you were out con- you were out in con- kent yeah we're in kent keep going old church converted to a brewery and so we are we had a lenten group last year a whole year ago they're like hey let's get back together there's like 14 of us i can't remember exactly how many people and we're like okay we're gonna go to this brewery and so we do it and at the end, we're getting up after a really nice time. There were 14 after, of you? Something like that, yeah. And this was churchy? Lent, yeah. Lenten? Yeah, it was a church group. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> what'd you say? What Lenten? A, it was Lenten. One of your, one of your uh, show groupies? <laughs> Will you put that thing, get that thing it's off the Tom. table? I don't care. Okay, it's, well, we gotta we gotta tell them what's going on. Keep telling your story. Right. So, um, so, uh, so we're out, and at the end, we're finishing up, and we're paying the bill, and I'm standing there talking to two people, and uh, one of the servers comes up and goes, "Are you Greg from the podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him in absolute shock because, like, wow. <laughs> So uh, I'm like, yeah, yes, I am. And he said something like, I really, I love it. Love your show. I can't remember what he said, but I was in such shock. And uh, the two people standing with me, the one guy goes, oh my God, you're a celebrity. And the other person. They probably had no clue about your podcast. The one knew about it. He'd never listened to it. The other one's like, you have a podcast? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, the church should not listen oh, to Oh, my. <laughs> so, well, D listens to us. We're not I that know. bad. No. I bet Peter Wiley would love us. 
Oh, that, I bet he would. That could be interesting. He would never admit it, but <laughs> if he starts listening, he'll probably start putting us into his sermon. But like what he heard on the he'll David our, Greg show, he'll be our next call-in guest. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, uh, so that guy, I believe his name is Cooper. And we met just him. like my dog. We met him. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I think we. Uh, I long, think you're right because how I, long have you had Cooper? What, two uh, years. Two years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, we met him at Hop Tree, and he was with another dude. Yeah. And he's a uh, Kent State uh, yeah. student, and we, we were just him. talking breweries, and he was talking. He was asking us about Hop Tree, and I started. I told him about our podcast, and he's like, "Really? I'll check I was, it out." I was in so much shock, I forgot to ask him any questions. But like, I looked at him, I'm like, I feel like I've recognized yeah. you. And then after you said, that's "Hey, I the think guy. this," I'm like, "Yeah, that's right. I remember seeing him." I'm so pretty sure. Shout out to you, Cooper. Uh, I've got sure your number. Him. We were texting. Oh, you we, Cooper's we number. Were, mm-hmm. I don't know why you always spaz mm-hmm. out when I have people's numbers, but. <laughs> well. Yeah, Cooper and I have a relationship. Yeah, Cooper, I'd, it's very I'd, improper too. Cooper, I'd get a new number. Oh, good lord, <laughs> you're just you're you're unsavable. <laughs> okay, good story. You fans fan spotting fan spotting of Greg. Okay, we hope for more. Uh, you know my highlight. No. Jerry Stanley turned 82. Oh, last yes, week. I do know that. Yes. Holy, Holy moly. 82 years old. Yeah. Uh, my favorite guy in the world. Happy birthday to you. Happy sir. birthday, my dad. Yeah. Love you. Yeah, good man. Yeah, he is a good man. Okay, so uh, what are you watching? Uh, what are, are Oh, well, are we still sequestering ourselves in the office and listening to music? Are we on a, are we on a TV hiatus? It's a little bit. <laughs> Jeez. But. We're watching Shrinking still, which I love. It's a good show, everybody. Watch Shrinking on Apple TV. Last night, Liz and I got all caught up on 1923. So, okay. I got to tell you, that is some, they got some good actors in that. Helen Mirren and and, uh, Harrison. Harrison Ford. Yeah. They're really good. Is the show up to snuff with Yellowstone? Yeah. I I would, um, I got to say, in some ways, it's better. It's Yellowstone was the first one, so it um, it, it was good. But this, those two are really good actors. So, good, yeah, good. I have not seen that yet, so I have to check it out. Yeah. Uh, watching, have you seen Your Honor yet? No, since, we will since we saw, the second season no, has started. We watched the first season, and that'll be on the list. We'll we'll definitely definitely uh, check that out. I think Allison and I are on the third episode. I think they've released four now. Uh, Brian Cranston, yeah. obviously, just it's outstanding. So yeah. I don't know where that show's going, but uh, it's good. Uh, and also, <laughs> we watched uh, a newly released movie on Netflix. It's called Your Place or Mine. It's it stars Ashton Kutcher ah. and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, two uh, two you know fun to watch actors, yeah. and actresses. Um, the movie. It's getting panned on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's really getting panned by the critics. And I gotta say, it's not. Good. It was awkward at times. Um, it would be a good movie to watch as a couple. Uh, Allison and I, we we struggled through the first part of it. It gets better at the end, but uh, yeah, boy, I can't I wait know. to watch that. <laughs> it's not a ringing endorsement, is it? I'll go back to my music. <laughs> Uh, single guys out there, don't watch this movie. 
If you're watching with your girl, I guess uh, I, maybe it would be good. I, like, I don't know. I like Ashton Kutcher, but he's in so many terrible things. Mm, uh, he's the most likable in this movie, I think. Um, All right. Anyway, it's uh, it's okay, I guess. All right. Greg, yeah? we need to fact check the last episode. Fine. Okay. I got one on myself. Remember you were talking about when the Smothers Brothers came and... and uh, uh, performed in Florida. Yeah. Um, I was trying to, you, you said, uh, Tom Smothers yeah. and then, uh, and, uh, he had a brother. You said and, Jerry. No, Tom I thought, no, I, no, <laughs> I didn't confuse it with the cartoon. I thought it was Dave is actually Dick Smothers. So I was wrong. Tom and Dick Smothers. Of course I was going dry off there and you researched and you didn't even know. So no, true. Um, and then, uh, during the episode, you made a comment on how the stock market just had a, two outstanding days. It did. I've got the data of the Dow Jones uh, index well, there for I've you. I've got counter data. What is your counter data? Why I want to know what it is. Well, first off, no one considered the Dow Jones the market anymore, Dave. Oh, no are you one. looking at your single stocks? Is I'm that what it is? I'm looking at my S&P 500 oh. index, Dave, the real stock market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one wants to hear my noises. <laughs> That's what I think about your S and P. If you're if you're looking at the Dow Jones, Dave, I am. You got to look at other stuff because I have diversified investments. Apparently, you don't. And generally, how the Dow Jones goes, so does my investments. No. Oh no! Why don't you Why don't you tell everybody how bright and and brilliant you are? I am so brilliant. Okay, so what, here it is. What really happened on those two days? In the outline, Dave showed that the Dow Jones basically did nothing. It was at 34,000. It actually went down. It was, yeah, 34,086 on January 31st, and it was at 33,926. Which is what I said. Okay, yeah, the Dow Jones, Mm -hmm. okay? However, a much more accurate view of the marketplace would be the S&P 500, which over that period of time was up 2.6%, Dave. Do you know the return you would make if you got 2.6% over three days for a whole year? A lot, Dave. <laughs> You'd make like 150% a year. It was way up. I don't know. I was watching my investments. Those mm. all I watch, I watch them every day. I know well, when it goes up a lot. Yeah, it went up a lot. I, I think, I, I don't think you're right. I'm absolutely right. I don't think you're right. I'm right. I think you're stupid. You you know what? Listeners, any of you who has any investment knowledge, do you follow the Dow Jones or do you follow the S&P 500? Well, how come Mm. they always, how come they always uh, report the Dow Jones? Why is that the one that they report then? Because they're dumb-dumbs. Why is that how my investments seem to go? Dow Jones is 30 stocks. I understand 30 that. 30 stocks. I understand that. Can you guess how many stocks are in the S&P 500? How many? 500? <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. Guess how many is in the Wilshire 2000? <laughs> Three. <laughs> All right. Let's continue. Okay. Okay. Now that you've made me sound stupid. Yes. Even though I'm really not. <laughs> The name of the album that you like to listen to, that Bruce Springsteen, you know, your favorite album? Yeah. 
you didn't know the name of the album. It's the name of the, it's The Rising. The Rising. I love The Rising. And you know how you know that? Because I typed it in your outline. <laughs> I remembered it right after the show. <laughs> Way to go. Oh, and last fact check of last episode. I'm, I got a counterfact on this. No, no, no. I counterfact. Told, I told you. I told you, you told me Super Bowl winning coaches. Super Bowl winning coaches. When was Papa the last Hallis, time I listened to you? Papa Hallis never won a Super Bowl. Dave, what's the name of the street the Pro Football Hall of Fame is on? Uh, I don't know. George Hallis Drive. What does that have to do with anything? I stand correct. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's deflection. That's... <laughs> That's not even a good art. You it's would get kicked out of any. Dave. You would, that would it's get perfect. You would get kicked out of any college debate on that bull crap. <laughs> bull crap, I tell you. Ooh. Greg, are you ready for our first segment? You got me hot under the collar right now. Oh, I'm hot. This segment is called "Why I'm Better Than You." And this is where we trade barbs at each other okay. to say why we are better than the other person. Sounds good to me, Dave. Who would like to go first? <laughs> well, you better because I'm going to piss you off. <laughs> oh. So I should go first? Sure. Okay. Here's my first one. Wrong. When I need a favor, I ask like a real human. When Greg needs a favor, he simply tells you what he needs and then he tries to inject a shitty joke <laughs> to get what he wants. I have examples of this, too. Oh, plural. <laughs> hey, Dave, tell Allison it would make her really happy if you come over and help me move this couch downstairs. And I'm like, the frick is that? That's how that and I, I told Allison, that's how Greg asks for a favor. That's how he asks for a favor. It's true. I know. Why do you do that? I would say, I hey Greg, funny. can you help me move this big ass couch downstairs? You're my strongest friend, and you're my best friend. I would I would make you feel like you wanted to come over there. Do you think I wanted to come over there oh, after you said that? Desperately. No. After Allison called you and said, no. you have to do this. I was like, get Dave Ramsey. Get Jeff Coy. I don't care who you use. Allison's not going to be happy with me coming over there. All right. Dave. It's your turn. I'm, I'm going to get angry. I'm a better person than you because I'm a forgiving person, Dave. <laughs> oh, I make conscious, intentional decisions to let go of resentment and anger towards someone for an offense, whether or not forgiveness is sought by the offender. Not like you, Mr. 24-7 carry a grudge. You are unforgiving for even little offenses like being accidentally thrown from a golf cart. <laughs> You know, I told your friends about that story, and they were like, how did you freaking eject him from a golf? They were on my side. They were on my side. I'm like, he freaking hit the brakes, and he, and he went hard left. Where, where, where else was there for me to go? There's no forgiveness, and people. Ned wanted to represent me at that point. <laughs> That's right. Ned's a He's lawyer. He's like, I'll be your lawyer. Let's, let's sue Teed. Civil suit on Teed. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard. It's you know I you know what I did forgive you for doing what? Remember remember the time that you like went all 
David Banner on me <laughs> in Florida. Oh, you deserved you, it. You broke my back. I swear. I thought I was. I thought I was like seriously injured. <laughs> no. And then you. And then you. you I didn't break your. You back. pummeled me into the bed frame, and I was like writhing in pain. And you were laughing at me because my pants fell down. <laughs> I hit you so hard, your pants fell off. Well, you didn't have any pants on. <laughs> well, that's why I was pissed. I was you were <laughs> fucking whacking my ass, <laughs> trying to go to bed. Oh, yeah. I was having fun. Yeah, I. It was just soft, not, sophomoric not. fun, and then you got all angry. Yeah, and seriously injured me. I was pissed, <laughs> <laughs> but I forgive you. I know. I no. I forgave you. you no. You 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 took it a little too far. You started it. You took it a little too far. You started it. Well, guys should be able to have fun with their buddies. And that's all I was doing. You're up next. All right. <clears throat> Greg, this is why I'm better than you. Your friends end up liking me more than you. <laughs> Greg is hard to love, and it takes an exceptional person to love him. And I'm damn lovable. <laughs> Case in point, your buddies. <laughs> Shit. Ned loves me. Oh God! And and I, let's talk about Ray Ray. <laughs> Ray Ray, me and Ray Ray are best friends. Nope. <laughs> Dave. Yes. Have you ever heard the saying, "Those that do not study history are doomed to relive it"? I study history, Dave. You don't. If I asked you who our first president was, you'd probably say King Edward. No, it's Thomas Jefferson, dumb dumb. <laughs> if I asked you what year women were allowed to vote, you'd probably say women can vote. 1986, dumb dumb. You are doomed, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's all. That's I got. all you got. That's all I got. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I do know that Thomas Jefferson was the first president. Excellent. Yeah. And women were allowed to vote in, what, the 50s? 1950s? June Cleaver. June could vote. <laughs> I'm kidding, everyone. I hope you know that. All right. I'm really not that dumb. All right. Is that is that the end of that? That's the end of that. Oh. Thank God. Your friends love me. Greg. Yeah. I thought it would be good if we took a break from having a guest on the episode. I think that's a great idea. After last after <laughs> last week. That was a rough after one. After last episode. Now, I'm not saying anything about your daughter or her friends. No, we're going to fix that in the future. That was just a poor choice of trying to do an interview. We, I, I, I Speaker phone it. in a loud restaurant with a bunch of drunk uh, college students. I wanted... Not good. I wanted it so bad that I didn't think through it properly. Yeah, well, anyway, we're going to rebound from that. All right. Uh, that was Next un time. unlistenable, but... Yeah. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Delightful. Okay. Uh, next episode... You yeah. want some bumper music? Sure. This is yours, so why don't you announce it? This segment is called, I'm an idiot. <laughs> These are stories from our past. 
Oh, God. I don't like this. I don't like this <laughs> well, segment. I'm not sure how many we can do before it really gets bad. It's I think about all painful. the I think about all the dumb things I've done, and I'm like, nope, can't say that. Nope, I know. can't say that. I'm going to tell a painful one today. Are you? Mm-hmm. Right, this, one, this one's high on the, you're a low Q, IQ dude. All I'm, right, Dave. Oh, I thought you were telling me I was a low IQ No, dude. I was saying I, this is going to, you're going to, be like, oh, you are an idiot. Yeah, but you study history, so you're genius. That's true. All right, Dave, when I was about 18, I was driving down the highway with my girlfriend when our car broke down. The tow truck came, he hooked up the car and allowed us to drive in the cab with him to the service station. He looked at my girlfriend and he said, got a sister? And I said, no, just a brother. I thought he was talking to me. <laughs> that was embarrassing, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay i understand i was like where are you going with the story it takes a little while you gotta digest it then you gotta go oh god wow yeah yeah that's it yeah it was it okay that one was it well what do you got Dave? i'm gonna put a little more skin in the game okay <sighs> okay so back in high school i uh i i have to say i got in a lot of trouble and there's one thing that we did that was really, really stupid. But it's kind of funny now that you've looked back on it. It's been about 38 years ago, back in 1985. And, uh, you know, some buddies of, my, buddies of mine, we, uh, we went up and we went skiing in Council Bluffs, which is about an hour away from home, hometown of Red Oak. And uh, we were coming back from the skiing thing, and we're like, I want to go to school tomorrow. How do we get out of school tomorrow? <laughs> And so somebody comes up with a brilliant idea to go to Fairway, which is a grocery store. We got a 20-pound bag of potatoes. And we got a couple brooms. <laughs> this is probably before there were security cameras and everything. You're going to need that after this call. <laughs> no, no, no. I already, I already did my time. Did my time. We were caught. And we're like... Let's go incapacitate the buses. <laughs> Therefore, there will be no school. <laughs> so they, you know, they parked the buses out, you know, just out in the open. And, you know, there was yeah. a whole bunch. And so we went there and proceeded to take potatoes and put them in the exhaust <laughs> pipes of every bus in the Red Oak school system. And not only did we do that, we shoved, shoved the potatoes up with the broom handle. <laughs> so you couldn't even tell they were there. So the next morning, this is January, okay? This is January in Iowa. Next morning, it's like, it's like six degrees outside. It's freezing cold. And uh, I'd kind of forgotten that we did it. You know, when I was waking, my mom woke me up for school, and she woke me up, and she's like, School, school's uh, two, two hours delayed. Somebody did that, something to the buses. And I looked at my mom. I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, shit. Well, so yeah, um, none of the buses would run for they they ran about a half a mile and then they just stopped. And uh, we got blamed on trying to poison all the children with carbon monoxide. But let me tell you something about a uh, an engine will not run if it can't exhaust. And those potatoes were up there good enough that those the engines would not run. The buses just all stalled. And so somebody, you know, 
I, and I'm sure they hated us. You know, they had to get in there and, you know, take apart the exhaust and get the potatoes out. And yeah, and school was end up canceled for the whole day because they couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't get any of the buses running. <laughs> and uh, yeah, about, it took about, it took about 45 days. And one of the four of us, you was, flipped, didn't you Dave? No, one of the four of us was bragging about it, you know, laughing about it, told some buddies and they got us. They got you. They got it. I'll never, I'll never forget the the call. The popo came for you. I was, uh, I was working the late shift at McDonald's that night. I got off at eleven. <laughs> of My mom calls were. me about ten thirty, and it's the tone, you know. Is that David? <laughs> we have to go to the police station after you get off work. And I'm like, what for? <laughs> that was that was bad times. Bad times back then. Yeah. Oh, this this. I'm an idiot. This could get good. That was really dumb. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, you just triggered about six. I was ineligible. Really dumb things. (laughs) I was ineligible, uh, you know, for uh, extracurricular activities. Got kicked out of the school play. I was the lead in the school play. (laughs) Of course you were. (laughs) (laughs) Got kicked out. I disappointed a lot of people. It was a dumb thing to do. I had three of my buddies... Uh, none of them were the ones you met. We'll tell this next time. Uh, we'll call it the, the mooning story. (laughs) They got got kicked off the baseball team. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) That was, I didn't do it. Okay. I I wasn't the dummy. Are we done being We're done. Okay. Okay, Greg, why don't you introduce this segment? Well, it's the best segment of the night. It's the best segment of the podcast. Our dear retired friend Tommy is going to be joining the show with this dad joke of the week. Ooh, had a little... (laughs) Got something up there? Had a little heart attack there. Dave Stanley, how are (laughs) you? Hi, Tommy, how are you? Excellent. That's Excellent. not the question. The question is, how drunk are you, Tom? <laughs> I, I'm in a very good position after a wonderful dinner. Excellent. With some very good red wine. Excellent. Now, Tom, are you in the Ohio area, or are you already down back in South Carolina? I am in South Carolina. Oh. Yeah. We're jealous. My jealousy is unbelievable. A beautiful 65 degrees, yeah. a great round of golf today. Yeah, life is good. Man, we'd love to be in your shoes, only we don't want to be as old as you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would hate anybody that's younger than me. Whenever they say anything nice about where I am at, I'd say I'd gladly trade places. <laughs> Young, younger is always better. Younger is always better. What? Did, did you know that it was 68 degrees here today, Tom? I did know that, which, uh, but it was very windy. Half our, you know, half our trees blew down. Yeah, it was very windy. Now, Tom, what was the game down here? What was the restaurant of choice tonight? We went to the uh, Seabrook uh, Island Country Club. Okay, very nice. Nice. It was very nice. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you have to eat with your red wine? I was afraid you're going to ask me that because I can't remember what the hell I had to eat. I think there might have been a cocktail no, on the course no, no. as well. No, I, I had to think, but I had the duck breast with gnocchi, and it was phenomenal. Oh, yes. Phenomenal. Mm, yeah. That sounds delicious. 
That's it was good. delicious. Hey Tom, do you know yes, do you know that this is uh, Greg and I's one year anniversary of the show? You know what? And what a year it's been. I mean, the highlights <laughs> are incredible. <laughs> the bloopers are coming out on ESPN next month. <laughs> it's a lot to be proud of. Lots of great entertainment over the last year. I'm Absolutely. grateful for it. Absolutely. I am grateful for it. Yeah, that's right. So what do you have for us today? Well, you know what? You know, down here, you know, like as I mentioned, I, I golfed today. I was thinking of some golf stories, and I yeah. was reflecting on a buddy of mine that took a trip to Scotland, you know, for a golf trip. And as the story goes, he gets over there, and he meets his host, and his host there the night before in the pub, and he says, what time do you want to play golf tomorrow? And uh, the American says, my buddy says, uh, how about 9 a.m.? And the uh, and the Scottish guy says, hey, great. He says, that's perfect. He says, but I might be at half an hour late. So the next morning at 9 a.m., the, the guy shows up, you know, on time. Everything's great. And uh, he brings his right-hand clubs. And the Scotsman kills him by 10 strokes. And, uh, and, and so no problem. But they're at dinner that night. And the guy says, hey, he says, what time do you want to play golf tomorrow? And the American says, how about 9 a.m.? He says, perfect. He says, but I might be, I might be 30 minutes late. And he says, no problem. So the next day they show up and he shows up right on time. And this time the, the, uh, the, uh, uh Scotsman brings uh, left-handed clubs and he beats them by eight strokes and just kills them. Wow. And so that, that night at the pub, he's like, he says, uh, what, what is it with you? He says, one night you show up with right-hand clubs, you kick my ass. The next day you show up with left-hand clubs, you kick my ass. He says, what's going on? He says, oh, he says, that's easy to explain. He says, the way it works is when I wake up in the morning, if my wife is laying on her right side, I bring my right-handed clubs. And she's laying on her left side, I bring my left-handed clubs. He says, oh, he says, that's interesting. He says, but what happens if she's laying on her back? He says, oh, he says, then I'm 30 minutes late. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good golfer right there. (laughs) Yeah, it is a good golfer. Yep, sometimes to the right, sometimes to the left, sometimes you're right down the middle. Right, right down the fairway, right, Tom? Yes, right, right down the oh fairway. My. Oh, D. <laughs> Relax, D. Yeah. Her yeah. ears are burning. <laughs> D's chuckling. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, D probably enjoys my humor more than she would admit. Oh, anyway. she but does. That, she yeah. does. Yeah. What else yeah. you got for us? You got a, you got a follow-up for that? Well, if, if you'd like one, yeah. Oh, I yes. One. Absolutely. We always like a nightcap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was planning on one, but if you ask for a bonus, I'll give you a bonus. Don't charge. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, it's the one time I was sitting at a diner. You know, I travel a lot over the years, and really great service, nice lady, but she she dumped a pot of coffee on the table. It went all over the table. Yeah. It went all over my lap, oh, you know? And, and she's, yeah, it was, you know, it was kind of hot and everything, but she's uh, she's apologizing. And, you know, I stay calm. I know everybody makes mistakes, and she comes over to she comes over to me and she says uh, she's apologizing. I said, "Ma'am, I said it's no problem." I said, "But all I need to know is if it's regular or decaf." And she says, "Sir," she says, "I just spilled a full hot pot of coffee all over your table and on your lap, and all you care about is if it's regular or decaf." And I says, "Yes, ma'am." I says, "All I need to know is if I'm going to be up all night." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Tommy, that's not a dad joke. 
No, but I'll try. You guys know I'll try harder next time. Oh, oh hey, no, we we <laughs> we love your effort and uh, always always the highlight of the whole episode. Tommy, thank you so much, and thank you for. Thank you for uh, staying up late for us tonight, too. Oh, anytime. Love you guys. <laughs> All right. We love you, too. See you Talk time. to you later. Yeah, we'll Bye. All right, Greg. Yeah. It's time for the top five list. Okay. And we've got an interesting one tonight, I think. Do you? Yeah. I think I uh, hopefully that hopefully you found this uh, interesting. We're probably going to have some overlaps. I think we will. We are going but maybe to. Maybe only two. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, well, three. I think we'll have three overlaps. Okay. Well, good prediction. Let's tell everybody what we're talking about here. All right. Uh, we are going to go for, for our top five interviewers of all time that is that is somebody that interviews people for a living or seven okay seven all right (laughs) that's what you didn't you didn't put dave and greg in there did you no (laughs) okay all right no okay let's go back and forth and i want you to start at the bottom of your list bottom of my list bottom of your list okay i think the bottom of my list is someone you don't know Mm. all right so i'm gonna start careful Be careful. I'm stealth smart. (laughs) Terry Gross from NPR. Not a clue. (laughs) That's what I thought. Who the hell listens to NPR? I do. I saw her live. Liz and I saw her live. Nerd alert! Yeah, we saw her live in Philadelphia. Um, She has been on the air for like 40 years, something like that. She's really, really good. Oh, yeah, Terry. Yeah. No. No, I know you I, I wasn't fooled for one second there. So I started with the person you wouldn't know, but turn on NPR because she's a good interviewer and she's not biased and full of garbage. Who do they have? Like, who, like, name somebody she's interviewed on there that she's, I would know. She's interviewed countless presidents, tons of. Uh, uh, Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> She's close to that age. <laughs> oh, she's old. She's old, okay. but uh, she is really well respected. A lot of awards. She's really, really good. All right, and it's just you, you don't feel like you're being snowed. Terry so. Gross, yeah. NPR. I'll yep. put it on my list. One of my favorites. I'll yep. put it on my list. Yeah, you know, forget about it. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, my number five is going to be a gentleman by the name of David Letterman, and I'm saying that not on his late night show, but have you seen his, his, uh, streaming the yeah, his specials that yep. he does? He, he, he'll hook up with celebrities. My next and guest he gets, needs no introduction. That's, that's the name of it. Thank yep. you. And, uh, it's very good. And you see a very different side of David Letterman that you, that you didn't see on the late night show. He's not goofy. Um, and he really gets close to people. And the one, the one that really touched me, was him and Billie Eilish. Um, she's the young, yep. the young. Um, you know, I wouldn't call her a pop star. She's a music star, yep. uh, has tons of fans. And the, the chemistry that those two had, it was it was incredible. And, yep. and uh, you just see a different side of David Letterman um, on the show that is like, man, this guy's, this guy's way deeper than you thought he was. And he's way more serious than you thought he was. Yep. So David Letterman is my number five. So I'll just jump and say he was my number two. Oh, wow. I, I, okay. 
he, that show, and then of course, when even when he interviewed on his show and he was cracking jokes and doing stuff, he was still really, really good interview. Oh yeah, like yeah. His questions were there and everything. But you're just you're just kind of harnessed yeah. in a show like that. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much you can ask, and, and it's it's usually scripted. And, and I will say, I'm not going to give it away, although a lot of people probably know. Um, David Letterman interviewing one of the other best interviewers on that show was maybe the best interview yeah. I've ever seen in my life. I know what you're talking and about. So, um, so yeah. So David who Letterman, number, who was your number four? Well, we have to go to number six. <laughs> uh, oh, you're going. Okay. I did seven. Okay. Why don't you give me All your right. next two then? All right. Bob Costas. All right. All right. 28 Emmys, uh, most by any sports broadcaster. I love Bob Costas. Whenever, if you wanted to watch sports and having someone interviewed and not the garbage interviews that they have, because there's so many ex-football players, whoever interviewing people, and it's kind of funny and dumb. Bob Costas was really, really good at it. He's he's respectable, and yeah, I didn't have him on my list, but... Yeah, I, I got that. I got two sports people on my list, and he was one of them. So, okay, yeah. who's your next one? Conan O'Brien. Okay, <laughs> I love Conan O'Brien, and I think he's just very thoughtful and attentive. He's funny about everything, but I think he's a really, really good interviewer. I love Conan too. I don't have him on my list, and the only reason why is because I don't think he gets he gets people to like share as much That's because fair. he's he's really. He's really trying to make people laugh, and he's one yeah. of the funniest guys. He's very self-deprecating. And, he is, yeah. And and uh, yeah, I just don't think he gets as much information out of the pe- person he's interviewing as other people do. I think that's true. I and don't that's think the only reason I, I don't didn't think he's put trying him to either. So yeah, no, yeah, he's trying yep. to entertain. Yep, I love Conan. Okay, right. here's my number four. You're probably going to uh, you're probably going to poo-poo this. Poo-poo. Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. It's not- you know what? Have you ever listened to a Joe Rogan podcast? I've only listened to like two. Okay, so how can you judge? I, so I, that's when I listen. That's what I was about to say. Okay, hard for me to judge. I have okay. I have listened, and I only listen to the people that I'm interested in, in learning about. Yeah, I've listened to uh, David Lee Roth. I've listened to uh, uh, David Portnoy from Barstool, the guy that started Barstool. Yep. I don't know if you know who yeah, that is sure. or not. Um, uh, carrot top. Um, I mean, he, he interviews people that he feel that he finds interesting and it's not, it's not a one hour interview. It's usually two and a half to over, you know, yeah. three hours. And that's a skill. I, Elon I give Musk, him a skill. Elon Musk. He's had, a, he's yep. had him on there several times. And you know, that's, that's when I like learn stuff about Elon Musk. The guy's, the guy's freaking smart. Elon uh, or Joe Rogan. Well, both of them are really, but Elon is is like. But I learned a lot about Elon and how much he knows about his business and everything. So Joe Rogan, um, I think a lot of it's just conversation, but you learn a lot about the person that 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 he's interviewing. Yeah, if and that's can... why I find him to be. You know, that's why I put him on my list. You okay over there? I dropped my pen. easy easy tiger. I dropped my pen. So I I know that won't be on your list, but um. You should like find somebody that he interviews that like he interviews people that are different beliefs than him and, yeah. and they're very engaging and, and you know, it's not combative. It's just like exchange of ideas. And I like I, that. I give credit to somebody who can interview someone for three hours. Like that's a, that's a talent. 
That's a real talent. Think think about if you and I had to talk for three hours to each other. We'd probably okay. be fisticuffing. Oh. <laughs> My mind is we on wouldn't. fire. We wouldn't. Okay. Who's your number? Like, All right. So at? I tried to break this down to celebrity interviews, okay. different types of sports and everything. So I picked one politics person. Okay. So Chris Wallace, I think, is okay. the best politics person. I know you like that guy. Yeah. And it's mostly because if you got to watch that garbage, either in the evenings on any of your dumb shows or you watch the dumb stuff on Sunday, it's so partisan and so left or right. Yeah. And I believe he tries as hard as he can to go straight down the middle and just get information. Yeah. So I think okay. he's the best politics guy. Yeah, he was he was a moderator in one of the debates um, in the last presidential debate, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I could see that. Okay, here's my number three. This might surprise you. Dun, dun, dun. Barbara Walters. Baba Wawa. Yeah. Let's not make fun of how we how she talks. Everybody, gonna, you're going to get canceled. No. Yeah, you're going to get canceled. You can't, you can't cancel. do that anymore. You can't cancel this show. Plus, she just died. But uh, I like Barbara Walters. Uh, she, she was. She was. She did ask hard hitting questions. She was in my. I mean, and I, I, she and was I think, trailblazing for women. Yeah. Uh, in the seventies, um, she. You know, you always had the you always had the Barbara Walters special before the uh, Academy Awards. And it was also it was always very intriguing people, and you got to know them a little bit better after she interviewed them. Um, you know, could have been a little sensationalist, but I thought she was pretty good. She asked difficult questions to people. Um, you got to know them better after she interviewed them, so that's why I put her number three. I give her a ton of credit for just breaking barriers. Like there yeah. were no women interviewers no. back then. And they gave her a lot of crap. She was the queen. Yeah, they gave her a lot of crap assignments when she started, and she she did really, really well. She was a tough it. lady. Um, she was on 2020 for a long time yep. with Hugh Downs, who was a complete Loved idiot. Loved Hugh Downs. No, an idiot. I love Hugh Downs. Hugh Downs was, Why was he an idiot? He was a goof. That for guy, what reason? He was unprepared. He didn't know what the <laughs> hell he was talking about. Oh, uh, okay. He, there is a great segment about him just completely backing up Hugh Hefner and the Playboy crew. Okay, okay. We're talking so about bad. we're talking about interviewers, <laughs> not a, Hugh Downs. You, I didn't know no. all that about Hugh Downs. <laughs> Barbara Walters is my number three. Who she's, you got? she's up there and Hugh Downs is around 280. Okay. okay. Roy Firestone. Oh, I forgot yeah, about him. Yeah. So what that, happened to him? I well, he was he was up close on ESPN for like 18 years. I know, but what happened to him? Is know. he still alive? Like, where did he know. go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know these things. Yeah, I love that guy. No, he I was forgot fantastic. about him. He he did. I forgot about him. Sports interviewing, he was, him and Bob Costas were my two. Like, I just, Roy Firestone I, was good. I applaud yeah. that one. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, I want to know if he's alive and what's. I think he's alive. What's he doing? I think he's alive. Just retired or what? Yeah. Okay, here's my number two. Number two. He's probably on your list as well. Howard Stern. He's my number one. Okay. Howard Stern, uh, to me, just, you know, again, uh, you know, shock jock. You know, you can say what you want about him, but he gets information out of people that they would never, never volunteer. Um, yeah. So, he's my number two. I did not like Howard Stern called 20 years ago. I just, I, I didn't like the shock jock 
I, I thought it was, people thought he was so funny. He was abusive. He, he was pretty people. over the top. Yeah. But he went through a transformation. I don't yeah. know. 10 years ago, I 15 years ago. he cleaned up ago. his act a little well, bit. Well, he just, he got self-reflective about what a kind of a dick he was. He was a and, dick. And he's just a, and what's impressive is just how good an interviewer he is now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he's much more respectable now. Yeah. Yep. Okay, here's my number one. All right. And you're you probably not a, not even on your list. I think I'm, my and list I, is done. And I will explain How myself. I got through seven and you only got through four. Number one. Me. Well, you gave up your number one when I gave up my number two. True. Uh, my number one is Larry King. Mm. And here's why. All right. Larry King spent very little time talking. And he let his guest do the talking. He, he asked short pointed questions and i actually adopted his style when i interviewed people because when you're interviewing somebody for a job when you interview do me you, do, you, do you want the interviewer to be talking the whole time i want to know about you and that's what the listener wants to know about and that's why i respected larry a lot of interviewers would go on and on about you know they'd have these big detailed long scripted questions and Larry just asked pointed questions and got to the heart of the matter. And just the person was talking so the opposite 95% of, of the time. So the opposite of Chris Matthews. I, I don't know much about Chris Matthews. This is, is was, he, is he Mr. Drawn out question? Yeah. It was all about him. He yeah. didn't care about the exactly. person he was interviewing. Well, that was the beauty of Larry King. All Larry right. King was married like, 12 times. He was. I think uh, six or seven flawed, times. Flawed yeah. person, very hard worker, and a master interviewer. I, just just, just check it out. Trust me. All I'm saying is Larry was, if you watch his earlier stuff, it was good. He went on for like 20 years too long. He was still interviewing when he was like 90, and it was painful to watch. He That's was, all I'm saying. He was married like 10 times, and he had all that alimony to pay. <laughs> That's right. What do you expect? The and dude had pay, bills remember. to pay. Who, who was he working for at the end? Probably <laughs> CNN, right? Like I think it was CNN. Yeah, oh. You got any honorable mentions? I did seven. Well, I wrote down uh, Dave and Greg from our last episode. <laughs> our last interview was great. <laughs> All right, Greg, it's time for this week's Not a Sponsor, and it's my turn. You know who I got this week? I don't. Direct TV. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you why. They didn't give us a, a no <laughs> any no, care no no I have been a Directv customer for twenty five years, and I made the call about three weeks ago. Uh oh, and said I'm canceling you. Uh oh, and the lady the lady on the other end, you know, she's trained like I got sent to the VIP line because I've been a customer for so long. Yeah, and the only reason I was a customer is why? Do you know why? NFL ticket. The NFL ticket. Yeah. They had the exclusive rights to the NFL ticket. And where's NFL going next year? And DirecTV lost it. Oh, big mistake. NFL. They lost it. And so I, I uh, called them up and I'm said, I, I said, I'm canceling you. She said, well, why? You've been a customer for 25 years. I said, because you have the NFL ticket and now you don't have it anymore. 
And the lady goes, well, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> I've been hearing that a lot. I'm like, yeah, you're probably going to hear it a lot, hear it a lot. You know, because I've been paying 280 bucks a month. That's a ton, which, man. Which, you know, you for six months you pay that much, and then it came back down to yeah. around 200 But, yeah. like, the the NFL ticket is like 360 yeah. bucks or something like that. Yep. So they, they, you know, spread it out over six months. Uh, and I thought she was going to cry. <laughs> like, I'm like, if you had NFL ticket, I would keep it. Did she go, if everybody keeps canceling, I'm not no. going to have a job. No, she, no, she didn't do that. But it, like, I kind of felt bad like that, <laughs> but what are you going to do? You know, 25 years. That's a long time, I right? Can't, who got it? Google? Uh, I can't remember. YouTube TV got it. YouTube, YouTube TV, TV got right, it. Yeah. So I'm going to YouTube TV. And I'm getting rid of DirecTV, and I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save over two hundred dollars a month. So DirecTV. I don't think you are. It's yeah, I am. Well, the YouTube TV paid like eight trillion dollars for your access. No, to I'm NFL. going. To, I'm going to pay for the NFL ticket. Oh, okay. But it's not going to cost anywhere near what it was with DirecTV. All right. So DirecTV, you are not a sponsor. Boom. Okay, Greg, it's time for listener questions. We have two. All right. Uh, the first one comes from H.B. Finch, friend of the podcast. Hmm. He says, what is the best Super Bowl halftime show ever? And he gave us his correct answer. <laughs> we already have the answer? He's going to judge you. I want to hear what your answer is. I have four. Oh, God. Would you like me to start from number four? Okay, we're at we're an hour 12 already. Shit. I better move quick. <laughs> Number four is Lady Gaga. Number three is Springsteen. Number two is U2 right after 9-11. Okay, I have a problem with that one. I don't care. Number one is Prince, who is the greatest performer of all time ever. Blah. Excellent. Yeah. The only the only one I have a problem with is U2. I don't think U2 belonged uh, doing the Super Bowl right after 9-11. That's bullcrap. They're the, Ir- They're an Irish band. The whole draping of, of all the names of the people that died behind it. It was. It was moving. You have no. Soul you could have had Celine Dion babe. do that, and it would have been great. <laughs> no, it would have sucked. I have one, and I'm going to agree with HB Finch. All it right. was, Prince was the best uh, Super Bowl halftime show of all time. I, God rest his soul. That was HB Finch. You called it right. Um, I did. There's one I, I liked Lady Gaga, and I I actually I liked the uh, the rapper thing last year. Yeah, no, with, it was good. with the hood, you know. Yeah, I know, and all know. those guys, no, Dr. No. Dre. I liked it. And Snoop Dogg. I didn't mind the weekend. Uh, Maroon Five sucked. Well, yes, they. Did. The ladies liked it, but yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and I liked Katy Perry. No, Katy Perry was number five Remember on that? my list. Yeah. Remember Katy Perry yeah. when she got on that that big freaking. It was like a lion or something. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. But the, okay, let's keep moving. Prince. Prince. Do we have another listener (laughs) question, you dumb dumb? I'm trying to rush. I'm trying to rush. Uh, We do. Rush never did the NFL halftime. (laughs) I wish they would have. That would have been kind of boring, though. (laughs) I The the halftime shows before like 1990 were awful horrendous yeah there would be like bands Mm -hmm. like marching bands okay 
Second question from Farmer Mike. Oh. Are the Chiefs a dynasty? Greg? Not yet. They're on their way. Yeah. They're not yet. Mike, we are happy for you. We, uh, we, you know. I'm not happy for them. Well. <laughs> I lost a lot of money. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm Send happy. me a cow. Make me happy, Mike. <laughs> I met, I met, I met Patrick Mahomes before he was big time. I met him in his rookie year, sat next to him on a plane. Very humble guy. Very nice guy. He took a selfie with me. He's he's a genuine good guy. Yeah, he's never talked to you but again. I don't know why he's married to that gal and his little brother is a freak, but Patrick Mahomes is a straight up good dude and a great quarterback. And uh I think they're well on their way. Uh, if they can keep that team together, if they can keep their defense strong, which which really improved this year, uh, Mike, I think you've got a very good chance to be a dynasty. I, I would love to have Patrick Mahomes as the backbone of the Bears. I mean, I would love it. Okay. Well, but, Justin Fields is not bad. He, he's probably not going to no, be Patrick Mahomes, but no, he's very, very good. Um, the Bears literally need like. 15 new starters to even have a chance. <laughs> well, yeah, they were the worst team in the NFL They're this year. so bad. So. Um, but, All right, let's move on. But you you did a good job without Tyreek Hill this year and won the Super Bowl, so Never kudos. should have bet against him. No, me neither. All right. All right, finally, we are up to old man advice. What do you have for me, Greg? Dave, the way someone treats you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves. That cross look, not about you. That snide comment, not about you. That temper tantrum, not about you. The way a person behaves indicates where they're at physically, mentally, and spiritually. Try not to take things personally. They probably have nothing to do with you. Learn to see someone's behavior through their eyes. If they're acting out, that probably means they're in desperate need of a love tank fill-up. <laughs> <laughs> That's why when you are snide with me, I know it's not really about something I did. It's about how you feel about yourself, Dave. <laughs> so cheer up, Dave. Need a hug? <laughs> That was ridiculous. What a ridiculous old man advice. I was buying into what you were selling there to the last two sentences. Look at you. You're so happy with yourself. That was delightful. You sucked. <laughs> what do you got, Dave? <laughs> I guess I'm feeling pretty bad about myself because I don't like you right now. Here's my... <laughs> Here's my old man advice. Okay. Hey, have some champagne. Oh. Give me your glass. A beer mug? A little champagne. Ooh. It's All not right. a beer mug. It's a glass. It's a beer glass. Do you know a difference between a mug and a glass? No. Probably not. All right, let's finish this damn thing. I'm tired. Here's my old man advice. All right. Get your sleep. Sleep is one of the most underrated things you can do for your health. I've been focusing on this lately, and I feel so much better. Good for you. And look at me. <laughs> I'd rather not. 
All right, Greg. Uh, All right, Dave. That does it for this episode of Dave and Greg Need an RV. One we year went, anniversary. We went pretty long. Oh, um, happy so anniversary. Long. Here, clink the champagne. All right, brother. We'll bump the fists. Uh, we want to thank our listeners. Uh, thanks for listening to us. I know it can be uh, burdensome at times. <laughs> I know it's hard. God, it's hard for me to sit here and listen oh. to Greg. Listen to Greg babble on <laughs> as much as he does. But uh, we really appreciate you and all of the listeners. And uh, you guys have a good week. And we will talk to you later. Nighty night. Nighty night. Nighty night.